1: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel. That's every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel, Before Floor, an hour before every heat game, post up 5R as soon as the heat games end. And 5 make sure you spell that one out. We do not have a paywall for any of the articles On there. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We got a new one in downtown Miami, right down the street from FTX Arena. It's called City Cigar Lounge. This is where you want to go to relax, have a premium cigar. They got 50 brands of premium cigars. They've also got more than 350 brands of scotch, bourbon, whiskey, and tequila. And they got comfortable leather chairs in a very classy environment. A great food menu, too, and happy hour and game specials. And we're going to be doing some Five Reasons watch parties there. Very soon, before and after the game. So, check out City Cigar Lounge in downtown Miami. And now, today's episode. To
2: Yikes. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. here's the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard. Couple scars. Ran bubble frogs. Just like Buck is You in trouble, y'all. Check the floor, play. Got it all day Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. Pat, we trust, Inspire, have the we here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it
3: up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA, featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network.
1: Welcome back to Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Here's today's floor plan. We've got a member of the Miami Heat. One of the real positive surprises for the team as they get through the first 41 games of the season at 26 and 15. Caleb Martin, and uh, he's joining me here with Alex and with Brady, going to be here for the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, Cale, I want to start here with you. There was a a stat that, uh, you know, just from last night um, against the Hawks, 115 points for you guys, 79 points scored by guys who were not drafted. What does that kind of say about this team, the first half of the season and what you've pulled together here?
4: Uh, I just think it says a lot about, um, you know, obviously the Miami Heat doing their research and uh, and ultimately just believing in guys who, you know, who don't have a, a lot of hype coming out of college. And uh and it says a lot about their player development, you know what I mean, all the work that guys put in and all the work they put us through and, and, and believing and trusting us to come in and make an impact like we have been when guys have been out.
1: What do you think they saw in you specifically? Because we want to get into your journey a little bit about how you got to this point. But but what do you think it was that they identified in you and they said, okay, this is a guy that we want to add to our program?
4: Yeah, I think uh, I think for me, um, I think a lot of what well, was probably intriguing was probably more just the versatility in terms of like, okay, like he comes out of college, he can score the ball, he can shoot it. We know his shot can get better. Uh, but he's long, he's athletic. Maybe we can he can make him into a good defender. Uh and, and run the wing. So uh just a little bit of everything. I think that uh for me it was like one of those pieces to where you didn't know you didn't know what you might have specifically wanted to use it for, but you knew you could turn it into something. You know what I mean? Find a way to put it in and fit it in. So uh I I think that's kind of what they saw in me is just uh just basically something to kind of kind of play with and see where we can fit it in
1: i'm gonna pivot to alex and brady here in a second but i just got one more to start uh your journey to this moment and to signing the two-way i think people look at it and they're like wait why (laughs) right like well i mean with what you've already done so far this season and like you said the versatility it seems like brady and i were watching the first scrimmage that they let the team into this year and we watched you and i remember the very first day he and i both said he's going to be a rotation piece here. And I don't think we had seen you play enough, uh, before that to really sort of understand how that would fit. But we're like, that's a plug and play piece for a contending team. Why do you think it took so long for a team to really identify that it, it going all the way back, obviously coming out of NC state, not being drafted, yeah. and, and then maybe not getting the opportunity that you got this year until this year.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think obviously like the way the game's going is, is big on analytics now. So, um, don't get me wrong. Numbers are super important. It tells a lot about a player and about a team. Uh, but sometimes, if you're only looking at numbers, you kind of are blind to some of the the uh, things that certain players can bring to a team. You know what I mean? So, uh, and that's sometimes the problem with like being strictly analytics is that if you're all analytics, like and, and you don't think as a basketball player and and, and how guys can impact winning. And sometimes you miss on stuff like that and miss on certain players that could possibly help you. So, and, and in reality, uh, with comfortability and minutes numbers always typically get better. You know what I mean? Whether that's shooting or winning or assist or rebound or whatever it is, you know what I mean? When number, when, when minutes go up, numbers get better and comfortability gets, uh, you know, you just get more comfortable. So um, yeah, I probably think that's the biggest thing this summer to where it kind of hurt me in terms of getting picked up was just my numbers coming from Charlotte. They weren't the best. And I knew that, but uh, maybe I thought that for a little while that i maybe showed enough to where a team would pick me up. But, you know, with a guy that's coming like me that's coming undrafted, you got to continuously uh, prove yourself. So, you know, that year I didn't have the best showing and I didn't prove myself. So you
2: mentioned uh, actually how Kayla was uh he, went at, he played at NC State. He actually ended up transferring to Nevada after two seasons there. And you put up some gaudy numbers there uh, at Nevada. And I think you mentioned earlier in the season once I, I had asked you something about your scoring versus your defending, and you said that you were more of a scorer coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said on media day that you had more in your bag of tricks that you that you wanted to show this season. And, like, it feels like the way that they started you off this season, it was like Ethan mentioned, like a plug-and-play wing, you were – you've been playing just excellent defense this whole time. And then you've kind of, the offense has been coming along, coming along. And you mentioned analytics and your numbers, whether you look at per game, per 100 possessions, everything has been positive on both sides of the end for you. So it's, it feels like everything's kind of come around on both ends. Is there anything about this season, how fast it's happened and that surprised you and how well you've played and
4: just how quickly it's all come together? Uh, I mean, to be honest, from like a, uh, being surprised, I, ultimately, I wasn't. I don't think I was surprised that you know my numbers have been better and that uh, things have kind of turned out how they are. But uh, I guess one thing I will be surprised about, uh, if I if I was to say that, was of how fast I've kind of clicked with the guys wow. when I first got here, just how welcoming they were, and you know, obviously this is, this is my first experience with an older group of guys and guys who went who won championships, and uh, so just being around a culture like that and especially you hear a lot of stories about older vets, you don't know how they're going to treat, you know, younger guys come in or new guys coming in and, you know, they, they came, they, they definitely welcomed me with open arms and made me feel comfortable from the jump. And, you know, uh, you know, I think that was a lot of that had a lot to do with the comfortability and how fast I got comfortable here. And, um, yeah, man, like, I just think that, uh, yeah, just coming in, honestly, I just didn't really know what to expect. So I I think they helped my process a lot coming in and, um, and I think the way they started playing me early in the year, like you said, it was like kind of just plug and play, kind of defend. And, you know, the more I kind of – I would pass up on shots and I would make the extra pass when I probably needed to shoot it. You know, it helped a lot that the coaches and my and my, and my teammates were telling me, hey, bro, you need to shoot that. Like, hey, be aggressive. Like, we want to see you do this. We want to see you do that. And so, like, when they, them telling me that, it just kind of just game by game just started clicking in my head where it's like, all right, they want to see me play, like. Like if I don't, if I don't, if I'm not aggressive here and I'm not myself here, then that's on me, you know what I mean? So like, you know, that's how they made me feel, and that's what that really made me get settled in, is uh, you know, because I'm not, I'm not, you know, obviously if it's up to somebody else, you can't completely control that, but if it's up to me, I'm gonna make sure, you know, I think, and they helped a lot with that. So they they gave me a big nudge in my back to get me going and uh and get my mental uh gauged and I think they helped a lot. And just looking back a little bit more to the beginning, uh, when do you feel you made the biggest jump in your
1: skills? Like I feel like the stats would say was probably your first year in Nevada. Do you think that was the biggest jump you made in your skill set? Or do you maybe think it was from Charlotte to Miami, or was it a time before that?
4: I think the biggest, yeah, probably the biggest jump in my skill set, like in my career, you yeah, asking of like in my through my career. Uh yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah, probably, yeah going from NC State uh to Nevada, like. I just, uh, we lived in the gym. Like, obviously, we always do. But, like, that was, like, a different type of summer. We were just in there, like, every day, even during the season because we redshirted our first year. So, like, even during the season, the first year, we were just in there all the time. And that was, like, the first time we got to, like, really implement the stuff that we were working on, you know, because even at NC State, we were kind of limited and cut off from certain things. So, uh, being able to go there. and, And I think it helped a lot that our coach was in the gym watching us. So, like, he understood that we could do these things that we were trying to do in the game. So when it came around game time, he just, he wanted us to do that. It's like, all right, y'all put the work in like our right, brains to the game. And so that's what we appreciated about that. So I th- I say that's the biggest, that's the first time in my career. Like I got to like really implement what I worked on and behind closed doors to like, into the gym, you know what I mean? Into, into the game. So uh, I would say that was probably like the biggest jump for sure. But here it was just, I think the difference between coming, you know, out of college and, uh, to the pros and from Charlotte to here, it's just, just, I think understanding the game more, obviously being around older guys, it helps a lot. And, uh, they've helped me understand, like, and, and helped me really make the game slow down for me. So I think that's, what's been, uh, impacting my game positively.
1: You keep saying older guys and UD is going to interrupt this podcast. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll move on. To that <laughs> Cause I do, I do want to ask you about some teammates as we go forward, but I got one more basketball thing for you before we do, which is, you know, we talk about the whole plug and play thing. And then, you know, Eric Spolscher has had this habit over the years of when one of the stars goes out, he he will typically put a guy in the starting lineup, uh, who maybe can replicate the player's skills, even if that player is not playing as much off the bench. It's something that he's mm-hmm. typically done for a long time. But one of the things that really stuck out with, with him and, and you this year was him basically saying, Caleb can do some of the things that Jimmy can do that. And so you know, there's a lot of stuff that we run when Jimmy's in, that we can run, you know, with Caleb. So I want to, want to ask you this. What is the hardest thing about Jimmy Butler to try to replicate? Because it does seem like there there's sort of skill set similarities between the two of you. I think even Jimmy would admit you may be a better pure athlete than him. Uh, <laughs> but 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 there are some things that it seems like, and the box scores, you know, at times have looked somewhat similar, including obviously your, your biggest game. So what is mm-hmm. the hardest thing about Jimmy to ambulate?
4: Uh, I think the hardest thing with him is, uh, and that's a tough one. Cause you know, Jimmy's got so much to his game and, you know, just even outside of it, you know, just his presence. I think that's the biggest thing to replicate obviously is, you know, is, is Jimmy Butler. So, you know, when he's on the floor, you know, it, you feel it, you know, when you're on the same team, obviously you feel it, but whenever you're playing against him, it's, you know, uh, he's, he's a big, he's a, he's a big target and, and someone that you have to constantly worry about on the floor. And, uh, Jimmy does so many things like that impacts winning and impacts the game without even having to go score the ball. You know what I mean? So I think that's probably the biggest thing to implement is just the same feel uh, of having Jimmy on the court when Jimmy's out on the court. So um, whatever that is, that's why I just do do everything in my power, like whether it's just play super hard and try to radiate energy and pick up full court and rebound as much as I can and guard anybody I can, give Jimmy a rest, give Kyle a rest, give Jimmy a rest, whoever needs a rest. Are, I'm, I'm trying to go guard the best player, obviously, because I want them to keep their lays, but obviously, because I want I want to take the challenge as well. So, um, yeah, just, I, I would say the biggest thing for Jimmy is just probably just the presence, honestly. Like, you know, Jimmy does everything, you know, Jimmy does so many things well. So, it's like, obviously, it's, that's always, you know, that's just him being him. But, you know, I, I would say the presence.
2: So speaking of Jimmy and trying to come in and, and do some of the things he does in, in this time that you've been without him, like <clears throat> I'm looking at it right now, you sh- you're shooting 70% at the rim this season. And I know that's a huge part of what Jimmy does, obviously getting to the line, just creating a lot of rim pressure for you guys, opening stuff up for everybody else. And even though it's not like, you know, they're, they're running the office through you or anything, you're getting a lot of attempts, uh, catch and go to the rim. You're obviously hitting your, your jump right at a high level, 38% this year. I'm looking at your steal and block percentage like you're just kind of filling in and all these little gaps and it's like wow they really just they they got another guy I know you said you're not surprised you knew this was coming but just the fact that it's all it's all kind of peaked so quickly right you're talking about 70% of the rim and 38% from three this is just who you think you are going forward right like this is just who you're going to be for the rest of your
4: career right. Right, exactly. Like, obviously, you know, I just think is the biggest thing was just being able to prove to, and, and show to people that, like, you know, what type of player you are. Because obviously, when you come in, you have a lot of question marks. Uh, and like I said, like we talked, like we just talked about, is obviously if your numbers weren't there before, and that was just and and, and last year that was me playing my most uncomfortable basketball probably of my career. Honestly, like, just mentally, I just wasn't there. And obviously, everybody was going through the same thing with COVID and stuff, and it was. And like, I'm not, I'm not, obviously I'm not the one to make any excuses. I, obviously I put that on me in terms of like me not being able to get myself in the right, in the, in the right place. And, you know, you know, playing with a lot of new guys coming in and a lot of pieces. So it just wasn't a, this show is sponsored
1: by better help. What's the first thing you do. If you had an extra hour in your day, go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami heat game. I've got a better idea. To get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp h e l p dot slash Miami Heat.
4: easiest year to 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 be myself you know what I mean and so um I just think here that they just do such a really good job of like you know encouraging people to 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 be them you know what I mean even when we have other guys like Kyle and Jimmy and Bam and uh Keith and you know downline PJ or whoever like you know guys who who've been there and done it before you know they do such a great job of still being able to like squeeze you in there and you know, not try to mold you too much, but squeeze you in a place to where you can still be you. And because they know that's, you know, if you're just being yourself, you're, that's who you're going to be like, that's the best. That's If, if you're going to be yourself, that's you can be your best self. So it's just like, you know, they just do a really good job of making you feel comfortable to be able to to fit in. We're
1: going to have some fun with you after the break, but I got one more question. Do you think in any way, because you, your brother's having a great year too. Uh, yeah. do, do you think in any way that just, being split for obviously you want to be playing with family but do you think yeah. that's that's i don't know pushed you guys in any way um b- because i mean you're both i mean clearly both having the best seasons you've had at this level yeah.
4: uh i think so uh i think to, i think so to a certain degree like you know i, I think when we were playing together obviously it's one of those things where you're like dang like you're worried you're worried about yourself and how you're playing and you know, and, and how you can get minutes, but then at the same time, you know, obviously I'm worried about my brother because I want him to play well. I want him to get minutes. I want him to be, to have his best year. yet. So it's definitely hard to split, and there's not, but you know, we were there, we were playing somewhat in the same position. So mm-hmm. it was like, okay, one of us playing, you're not playing. If he's playing, then I'm not playing. So you're happy that you're playing, but you're not happy that he's not playing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was a weird dynamic, but we love to play with each other, and we always figured it out, but it get being separated get just gives us a chance and opportunity to kind of hone in on our, you know, on what what we have to do and how and how we can continue to get better. All right. If you're watching on the YouTube channel,
1: we'll be right back. A couple words for the sponsors on the podcast channels. We'll get back to our episode with Caleb Martin here in a second. Before we do, I want to tell you about a couple of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We tell you all the time about therapistpreferred.com. That's where you got to go for your premium CBD. The code is five RSN. You get the sports cream, the tincture, uh, the gummies and all that great stuff helps you with sleep, helps you with recovery. If you go to therapistpreferred.com, use the code five RSN, you'll get 25% off. But also if you're an endurance runner, do any kind of endurance sports, you got to check out this new site. It's called get Solis. That's G-E-T. SALIS.com that's getsalis.com this is where you go to replenish your electrolytes go to getsalis.com use that same code 5RSN you'll get 10% off it's a new product it's going to change the way that you approach your endurance activities particularly if you're a distance runner so go to getsalis.com no artificial ingredients this is really good stuff 5-R-S-N is the code there and at therapistpreferred.com for your CBD. Also, 5-R-S-N to get your discounts. And now, back to the episode. All right, Ethan Skolnick back with Caleb Martin, Alex Toledo, yep. and Brady Hawk. I got to ask you about one thing because when we promoted this, uh, we promoted a certain photo that you took or that was taken of you, and uh, and it showed a little bit of your personality here, and I think it, it typifies kind of what this team is about, which was this. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the finger to the lips. I mean, is that, is that who you are a little bit and, and kind of what motivated that in that was somebody talking to you or was that, who was that for yeah. exactly?
4: Uh, <laughs> I'll just say, uh, me and Bobby Portis, we were kind of going at it. We were just chirping back and forth, but it was like, it was just like fun competition stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's just fun. Like when you get in that mode and like you, you compete with somebody and you going back and forth, like, I love that. Like, I love, you know, like that dog, like head with somebody. I love that. So that's definitely me. Like that's that's definitely that's definitely in me. Like for sure. Like I know, for the most part, I'm like pretty chill and calm. And honestly, it's a, it's a complete opposite of how I was growing up because I used to be like that all the time. Where I used to just be talking all the time, twenty four seven. And my brother was the quiet one. So I think as I got older, I tried to tone it down a bit, be be a little bit more professional. But uh, that's that's definitely in me. If I get into a certain mode, and guys is talking and. I, you know i definitely can get like that
1: <laughs> all right so i'm gonna pitch this to brady here in a second but i mean obviously you've guarded jimmy some in practice right mm-hmm. what does the talking get like during that
4: and jimmy uh we get like that sometimes we get like that sometimes but jimmy appreciates like jimmy you know jimmy appreciates that like like he like like he wants that, you know what i mean so like to him it's not like one of those things where like he talk, you know, tries to talk crazy to you or come back at you in a disrespectful way. Like, he encourages competition. So, like, he loves that, you know, you know, when me and him are guarding each other or, like, maybe I'm guarding them playing on one-on-one or whatever. So, uh, we, it, it, it gets, you know, it gets a little physical and stuff, but, like, he, he loves that. You know I mean? We both love that. So, nothing too crazy.
1: <laughs> I, I do have a question for you, but I want a quick hitter real quick. Wh- which one you ones are tougher? Is it those ones with Jimmy, or was it the ones with your brother in the driveway? Uh,
4: shoot hey. back a while back i <laughs> yeah, mean cody we at least at least the games with jimmy we kind of finished like my brother we don't get to finish we always end up fighting we <laughs> that's why like in pickup we just stopped guarding each other because we couldn't get through any games
1: <laughs> I, got it, I got you i also just now that we're at the halfway mark of the season just kind of looking back big picture what has been your favorite moment maybe on the floor and as well off the floor, like what is the part that sticks out? I feel like maybe it's that Milwaukee game for you. Cause that was just the big one, but is there something else? Or is there,
4: there's something off the floor maybe? Probably de- definitely the Milwaukee game. It was just like a fun game. Like even besides like, you know, playing well, I just think it was just fun. Like you could tell the whole crowd, that everybody was into it. And it was just like, the game was so lit. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, that, it was you know, I love that. Like, I love the environment. Like, when the environments get like that, like, it felt like. Obviously, I've never been to the playoffs, but I feel like that felt like a playoff game. You know what I mean? Whereas everybody was in it. So, and uh, but like off the court, um, I don't know. Off the court, like we, I had good times with my with my with my team all the time. You know, what I mean, people funny every day. So like, it's hard to it's hard to pick one. You know what I mean? So. Uh but definitely if I could just take one to definitely be in the walk game right now.
1: But Caleb, you're you're a uh, you're a fisherman, right?
4: Yeah, a love of fish. Love okay, the fish. so so
1: so i was gonna wait and ask this question, but since we're talking about teammates here, one guy on the team that you would take a fishing trip with, and one guy that you would never take a fishing trip with.
4: Oh, one I take a lot of dudes fishing with me, but I know uh Pretty sure, Gabe. I'm pretty sure Gabe's a fisherman too. I think Gabe likes to fish. Uh, I was talking to Max the other day. Like, I go on like on a pontoon with Max. Like, Max is like a pontoon type of dude, just the vibe. But like, fish, <laughs> fish, probably uh, probably Gabe. He, he's a little country. And then and who, uh,
1: and, and who who's the one that you? If somebody said to you, we're gonna be out on the water for four hours alone with this person, I can't take
4: it. Are <laughs> <laughs> trying to throw me on the bus? That's great. Uh. U D. So maybe U D. No, no, no. U D, yeah, U D too. U D like I said, like UD would get out there. Uh he's somebody I would take. But who I wouldn't, I don't know if O'Meara would fish. <laughs> and I and I, and I don't know, I don't think I don't know if PJ would fish.
1: I could
4: kick it with both of them. But, like, I don't know if they fish.
1: But if there's the, I, what would PJ wear to fish?
4: I mean, because I feel why, like it'd be something
1: saying. like lime green or something else along those lines. It'd, like be, I mean.
4: it'd be a designer bucket hat, be a designer towel for the for the, uh, for the worms and the fish goo. And then uh, he would definitely have a designer pole. So like, <laughs> yeah, fishing be, kicks? Yeah, it'd be like a Supreme Rod or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And some Jordan boots to fish in something like that, like so-called. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be far though it'd be far
1: i i don't see him right, no so, fishing just off the top that's uh I, I'm, I'm with you on that that, that seems <laughs> unlikely
4: <laughs> i would I, I might would take fishing just to see what he would wear that'd be far
1: yeah exactly
2: <laughs> so you mentioned earlier that it's tough to kind of pick one of your favorite funny moments or whatever because there's been so many like there's always something happening every day and that was actually going to lead perfectly into my question it's kind of a double question here because i know lowry as kind of a similar thing when you talk about reputation and, and for always talking, always chirping, just like Jimmy has. I know they're not, you know, exactly the same personalities, but which one of those two chirps more? And secondly, who is
4: the funniest player on the team? Kyle definitely chirps more. Kyle's nonstop. <laughs> that's my Kyle's non-stop. That's my gaggo. Like that's my dog, Kyle, but Kyle's non-stop chirping. And then uh funniest dude on the team. I don't Jimmy? know. Jimmy's up there, Bam's up there, Gabe's up there, KZ's up there. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. It's a lot of dudes up there. It's comedy every day. Tyler's up there. Like, there's people, oh. people saying, people say and do stuff every, all the time, every day. It just got to
1: be. Wait, wait a second. Well, I got to start. Tyler's funny. See, that one? <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's my guy. Yeah. Okay. That's my, yeah, that's my boy. Like, he, uh, He's quiet. He's quiet. Like, I know he's, like, quiet. But, like, I feel like once you get to, like, once they get to talking to you, get comfortable with you, like, he's funny. He's kind
1: of (laughs) – We'll be right back with Caleb Martin. But we do want to tell you about our daily fantasy partner – and our betting partner. You got to check these out and use the code five. That's how you get the special promotions for daily fantasy. Go to prizepicks.com. You put down a hundred dollars, they will match you up to a hundred dollars. You can play any of the sports, including, of course, the NBA, and you can mix sports, you can mix teams. Go to prizepicks.com, use the code five. You don't have to play the whole thing at once, but you put down a hundred bucks or fifty bucks and they will match it. Also, check out betus.com. That's for all your gambling needs. Go to betus.com, use that same. Same code five, and you get a 125% bonus. So, for both of those, betus.com, prizepix.com, use the code F I V E. And now back to the episode. Caleb, where do you see this thing going for this group this year? I mean, you're on a 52 win pace. Uh, you've only had the big three that we projected to start the season for 14 games. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are eleven and four without both Bam and Jimmy, and and obviously we're anticipating returns for both of them. You may get Vic back at some point. You may get Markeith back at some point. I, I mean, what are the guys? Because we're not around you as much as we used to be, obviously with COVID, other stuff that's going on. Like, what are the guys talking about? Like, what 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 are the ambitions with this group right now?
4: Yeah, obviously. I mean, obviously it's a championship. Like with a with a group of guys like this, man, it it's a bunch of you know. Uh, Winning guys, man, man, guys want to win and they want to compete. So, like, I don't think anybody said unless uh, you know nothing less but a championship. I think that's the ultimate goal for everybody. You know what I mean? So, but I think we do a great job of keep you know um, taking it game by game and you know feeling like our next game is our biggest game. So, like, I you know that's what I, that's what I that's what I like because it keeps your mental right, It keeps you like engaged and like present in terms of like who you're playing next and not looking too far ahead. So. Um, you know, and, and you know that's how they handle it from a winning perspective. So like they they've been there, they've done that before. So, you know, I'm just following. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if they say it, and that's how they want to go about it, then you know I'm following. I'm, I'm right behind them. So, um, but I think obviously the championship's the ultimate goal for sure.
1: Kayla, we gotta we're gonna let you go. And I don't know we again we appreciate you doing this here on your off day. But I, I got one thing for you. I mean most most Heat players end up with nicknames on Heat Twitter. Um, yeah. And so uh, before we, I mean, we, we tried this with Max and with Gabe when we had him on the show. Uh, w- what do you want it to be? It can't be twin because, you know, I mean, he's not
4: here. So we, we need something else. I think uh, a couple guys, like a couple guys already been like kind of, they've been saying Red Bull, like Red Bull or something like that, just because like, just because it's like energy, you know, like energy, playing, flying, you know, I, you know, I like Red Bull makes you fly. You know what I mean? Because you win, so like. It's a couple people may call me Red Bull, so I think there's to gonna one, be I some
1: Photoshops it. of you with wings by the time
4: that this episode drops. <laughs> and <the> Rebel sponsorship. <laughs> right, that is, That'd be tough, though. That'd be tough. Well, give Strews, me the Rebel doesn't
1: Struess have some kind of sponsorship already? He's always posted on Instagram this water thing, this rejuvenation. I mean, you need something also. You can't let hey, Struess get all
4: the endorsements. Hey, that's the money man that's the that's the, that's the money man like struz got it you know what i mean Ain't no telling. tell struz keeps a low key so we never know what he's sponsored by but <laughs> <laughs> that's all i'm trying to get that's all i'm trying to get i'm trying to get like struz
1: wait well duncan's got donuts i mean that makes sense i mean jimmy oh, got the,
4: oh that's tough
1: yeah jimmy's got the Michelob light i don't know what bam has but i mean you got to get something though i mean Duncan,
4: it, Duncan, Duncan donuts that's hard <laughs> that's tough <laughs>
1: All right, Kale. We appreciate it. Um, might have to get you one of these shirts. We got. How often does uh, does Eric Spolter behind the scenes say we have enough? He says it to us all the time.
4: All the time, he means that. all the time. Shoot, all the time. Coach of the year. You, you say what? Coach of the year. Coach of the year. Easy. <laughs> Easy. As no long doubt. as he
1: keeps giving him those minutes, he's gonna say that. We know that for sure. Easy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Caleb, we,
1: Caleb, we appreciate it. We'll get that Red Bull sponsorship working for you. Um, again, we, it, we we really thank you for doing this and, and continued success this season uh, with the rest of the guys.
4: I appreciate that. Thank you all for having me.
1: Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network